Live from Kalaloo Studios in New York City, you are listening to Let's Take It Offline with your host, Ishana Palmer. Hey, Fab Crew. You're listening to Let's Take This Offline, the podcast for everyday leaders. Heart inspiration, heart sat down. Let's have a conversation. Here's where you'll find the real deal about living well and leading well. I'm Kashana Palmer, your host and resident leadership whiz. What happened in the meeting after the meeting? We talk about it all on Let's Take This Offline. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and leave a comment so we can keep the conversation going. Her friends affectionately call her the sweetest gal you'll ever meet. And folks who know Brie, as she is affectionately called by friends and family, will tell you that Brianna McKenzie is the sweetest gal you'll ever meet. (laughs) Brianna proudly hails from South Jamaica, Queens. Raised in a Guyanese household, she learned early the importance of treating people with kindness and respect. Do unto others is the quote that she lives by in her 20 plus years in the customer service industry. Her current position as an airport operations lead for a major U.S. airline carrier has given her the chance to use her customer service expertise on another level. Brianna is a Young Leader for Change Award recipient at her place of employment, and she holds an associate's degree from SUNY Farmingdale University in Urban Studies and Communication. When she is not taking over the world and being a customer service extraordinaire, she is a proud auntie to her three nieces, three godsons, and one goddaughter, all whom are the lights of her life. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kishana, and we are back in the studio again for another awesome episode, y'all. I mean, come on through season two. (laughs) And I could not be more excited to have in the studio live with me today, my dear friend, my good, good, listen, Brianna McKenzie, what's up? (laughs) Hey, Fab Crew. Ow. Ow. We're West Indian. (laughs) I am uh, ecstatic. Oh my gosh. Ecstatic to be here with my good girl, Kishana. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Uh, These are things that uh, we dreamt about and they're happening and I'm excited about it. Come on through. Well, listen, Rihanna, the reason that I called you here today, (laughs) we are gathered in Kalalu Studios. Yes, Kalalu Studios. I can't wait to hear um, your dad's intro. From Kalaloo Studios. Studios. When it comes in, oh my God, he's so good. We are gathered in the studio today because I wanted to talk to you about something that I have been seeing fall apart at the seams Mm -hmm. in this good pandemic slash zombie apocalypse. I know you love a good zombie movie. Love it. And that is customer service. Right, right. So... I don't know what has happened to the world of service, but it just feels to me 
that over the last few years, and then maybe accelerated in the last few months, we have seemed to collectively lost our ever-loving mind right. around how what it means to treat people well and what right. it also means to be treated well. And, you know, you have... I feel like you told me something the other day. How long have you been working in, in, in a customer service just in, so in general? In, right. So in customer service in general, it's been about 19 to 20 years in customer service. Wow. I, for some reason, I keep falling into jobs, careers, different things Uh that put me in a customer service base. And it's all these years of experience have helped me, has helped me learn how to really give good customer service because giving good customer service doesn't mean that the customer is always right. For me, it means that you try your best to make sure you take care of whatever the customer may need. I love that. And so tell me some of the different industries that you've worked in in just sort of like a customer-facing capacity. Yeah. That would be awesome to hear. Um, so I think I started in retail when I was about 17. Oh, the yes. retail job. Okay, first of all, yes. what was your first retail job? I do not remember. I've known you forever, but I don't remember what it was. I worked at Colca's Bakery on Jamaica Avenue. Yes, come on. Listen, New York City. <laughs> If you have not been to that, first of all, that bakery, is that bakery still even there? It is not there anymore. Oh, is it for good reason? I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's probably for a good reason. It's 20 years. Yeah, that's a long so, time. So yeah, I started working there when I was 16, 17. Bakery, customer service, people with cakes, cupcakes, this and third. And you would um, think people would be happy coming into the bakery, but I have seen people coming in real upset. Upset. Just coming in upset. I wanted, I wanted <laughs> white frosting. You gave me white frosting with blue. But you wanted blue as well, ma'am. <laughs> You're like, ma'am, you wanted blue. What yes. is happening over there? Okay, so, so your first job was at the bakery. Mine yes. was at when Old Navy opened up in five towns. Stop. And it was the flagship. Stop. Mm-mm. And when I went to apply for that job, Brie, I went to like the little trailer. You know, they have it before they yes. open the job. And I thought I was big guns. You hear me? <laughs> I walked up in that trailer with my application shiny. Okay. I had worked on it and I answered all my questions and you know, I was like, Oh, I don't want to get this job, but I was re- I was like, yo, if I get this job, it's going to be fly and I'm right. going to have fly clothes. Right. We didn't even know what old Navy was about to be about, but the gap was everything. Yes. In those and we days. knew it was a part of old Navy. The gap in old Navy yes. was similar. Yes. Yes. So I worked in, listen, shout out to folks who worked in retail mm-hmm. for their first job, uh, for their first job in high school because yes. y'all know. The what real, it is. The, the real, real deal. The yes. real deal. The real deal. <laughs> okay, so you started out there, yes. and then you've meandered through different sectors, I, I want to say, over the years. I meandered through customer service base in the medical field, customer mm-hmm. service base in public policy, which sounds weird, but there is a big customer service base when it comes to public policy and dealing with po- politicians and um, different other nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Um, I bounced back into customer service in the medical field. And now I'm currently in customer service in a major U S airline, major U S airline carrier. Ooh, (laughs) You're either like, well, first of all, are you on the phone? Like when I call you, like I need to change my Mm -mm. reservation. That is not me. Thank God. Brie, what you do? What tell the people? I am an airport operations lead based in, uh, 
one of these wonderful cities based in Boston. Um, Come for, through Boston. That's where um, I went to school, you know. Yes, I, that's where Kishana <laughs> went to school, guys. Um, so, yes, I'm an airport operations lead for a major U.S. carrier. And basically what that is is I am a lead of different crew members and they come to me when they can't deal with or don't want to deal with any type of customer service issue, anything having to do with a customer not happy about anything to do with a flight, bags, tick, um, their ticket isn't right, their seat isn't right, they don't want to wear a mask. They For, Wait a minute. They don't want to wear a mask? Yeah. Do we want to start on that? I mean, we can start wherever you want, child, because okay. they, they don't want to wear a mask. Wait a minute. Yeah. <sighs> Friends. Yeah. Countrymen. That, that has been the biggest most significant, most difficult thing I'd have, I'd have, I've had to deal with since working in the airline industry. Three years, I'll be working in the airline industry three years come this April. Yeah. And I've dealt with a lot of things. People um, uh, doing anything you could imagine. Drugs. Drugs. Separated from their families. Did somebody lose their kid in the airport? It happens all the time masturbating in the bathroom oh all these different things that we we have airline employees have to deal with it but it seems like the mask situation people really like to be aggressive about it and voice that they are americans and they don't have to follow any rules fascinating and since it's become a federal law it's a federal now law now in airports on the planes off the planes airport on the planes off the planes you have to wear a mask. And it seems like now more than ever, people are pushing it. Fascinating. So before when it was like strict guideline, mm -hmm. people were more compliant. Also, less yeah. people were flying. Yeah. Less Particularly people were in flying. the beginning of middle of the pandemic. Yes. Folks were like dipping quiet. But the airports, I mean, I had to travel a couple of times. And, and the airport was a different quiet. It, the airport was so quiet. It was eerie. Mm -hmm. um, and I also had like on a hazmat suit. But that's the... <laughs> Did you really wear a hazmat suit? I mean, it felt like it. It was one of those disposable situations. Kishana, you did not. I look crazy. And I was hot. I felt like I was having a whole, like, When I see flash. people do that. Yes. And when I, I see know. them, I'm like, what's really happening Because, you know, here? then you strip it off, and then you just mm -hmm. dispose of it in the garbage on your way out. You know, I just, the, your mind does the things your mind does, okay? So, you're, you're, so you deal with all manner of foolishness. Yes. And and and, and, and good things. And too. good things too yes. as well. Um yes. and you know, I was looking I looked up the other day like what customer service and what a customer service orientation is. Cause mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I've been struck by, um, particularly over the last year, and as I've gotten older, is that folks don't have manners, man. Like just regular old bratopsy. They don't. Like they I'm gonna need y'all, like who raised you? I ask myself that question a lot when people walk up to you and say, I want this or I want that without saying, hi, would you be able to help me with this? Or hi, would you be able to help me change this? Or hello, would you be able to help me do this? I'm less inclined, and it's going to sound bad, but I'm less inclined to help you when you walk up to me and say, can you do this? Or I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And you're like... Good morning. Right. Good afternoon. Good or, evening. Or if someone is of a certain status with oh. an airline, I'm such and such. You need to change my seat. Oh, well, hello, sir, ma'am, whosoever. 
Right? And it sucks, though, because sometimes you still need to put that customer service face on. Yeah. And just say, well, hello. Do you have your ID, sir? I can take care of you. Because a bigger thing in customer service is killing them with kindness. Ah, so let's go to that. So I saw a definition that said that a customer service orientation um, is someone who must be able to display positive attitudes, that is you, and behaviors, and who demonstrates an awareness and willingness to respond to customers in order to respond to and meet their needs, requirements, and expectations. Yes. Yes. Ooh, that takes a special kind of somebody. That's important. That's important because when you're dealing with someone who's tough or someone who just doesn't have manners, when you kill them with kindness, there's nothing they can do. That's they right. can't they can they the more they continue to be rude or obnoxious and the more you continue to be kind and say, "Well, I can help you with this or I can change this." You know, the more they're like maybe they get a little bit more upset like, "Oh, she's she's not even getting agitated by what I'm saying. Yeah. No, because my job or as someone who's doing customer service, I'm just going to always try my best to keep a smile on. And that's what I tell, like, that's what I tell my crew members sometimes because sometimes they'll get aggravated. I mean, like, we're like, human. I don't want to deal, deal with, with that today. Although I will tell you, bro, like, <laughs> I know that that, like, you know, you work in a container where folks are either excited to be yes. leaving or sad to be coming home yes. or excited to be coming home mm-hmm. um, and sad to be leaving and all types of, like, I feel like, like flying in general yes. is an emotional. It can be. It can be an emotional journey, not just a transaction. Not it, it's not like a transport. It it is. So sometimes you get a lot of people who have anxiety with flying. Yeah, and you have to be really, really compassionate and have some empathy towards them because just because you can fly fine doesn't mean that person who's flying today can fly fine. And That's like somebody who's like deathly afraid of heights or dogs or yeah. Yes. Um, or any kind of like phobia where it is so outsized yes. to whatever the situation is. And so you have to navigate all types of like human emotion, it seems like. Yes, you do. People go through, some people drink to get on planes. Shout you know, you out. have to deal. <laughs> Shout out to the airport bar that does the overpriced drinks. Yeah, the <laughs> the airport, first of all, the airport bar Costs more than it does at the club. When the club was open, I feel like the airport is still more expensive. It is. I'll tell you one time <laughs> we were flying, going on vacation, me and friends, and we went to the bar. We had, we, it was morning. We're like, we're going to have some mimosas and some pancakes. Come on, mimosas and pancakes, $40 the, later. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, Kishana. Kish, the two champagnes were $42. Nuh-uh. Two, two mimosas were $42. For some OJ and some Prosecco? We were like... Nuh-uh. What? Oh. <laughs> you were speechless. Speechless. We're like, we work, we work for the airline. Do we get a discount? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have to pull out your bag. Meanwhile, I'm like, pull out my badge. I got my library card. <laughs> I have my AARP. No way, that's the wrong card for my parents. My, my no AAA way. card. I got my AAA card. <laughs> my like, CVS card. Yeah. Does this museum pass work? <laughs> like, these are the things I want to know. But okay, so this idea of like having a customer service orientation, Mm -hmm. to me, it doesn't just show up at work. No, it shows up in every aspect of my life. It shows up with my friends. It shows up with my family. It shows up with, if I'm dealing with a different type of relationship, it shows up in every aspect of my life. 
me personally, I'm very much of a person who likes to make someone feel better, make my friends and family feel happy in whatever aspect I can. And that's customer service based because your friend, they're not a customer, but no, but it's the it's orientation. The same, it's that right. anticipation of needs that right. I think that, you know, you that absolutely shows up. So where does it go wrong in life? Okay, because I feel like I was in the supermarket the other day and I thought to myself when I stood on the line and I saw the uh, cashier dispassionately checking out <laughs> people's groceries. And I was like, maybe she shouldn't be singing The Hills Are Alive with the sound of music. I don't know. Maybe she shouldn't be singing that. But the way my girl showed up to that job, I say, you do not want to be here on today. Yeah. Why did you come? Some what people, is happening? Some people work in a customer service based job and don't realize they're working in a customer service based job. Uh, if you work as a cashier at Pathmark, aging myself right now. <laughs> you did just age yourself. I was like, you just say Pathmark? Look, wait, we got to get worldwide. Hold on. Let's see if we can shop. do this. Whole Foods. Okay, Whole Foods, no, Kroger's, Publix. Okay. Publix. Okay, what's in the UK? Um, Marks and Spencer. Marks and Spencer's. Um, let's see what else. Or oh, Boots. If you're doing a, if, yes. you, if you're shopping at Boots, y'all, you know that's that late night run down to the shops. Yeah. Okay. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think what else. What's in Canada? Uh, I should ooh, know this. We've traveled know, some places. We have. I don't know Canada. Somebody's going to listen. I guarantee you somebody's like they're yelling dropping. it right now. They're, they're listening like, and they're, they're like, they're somebody, like shouting out. Listen, y'all, as when this comes in, drop it in the comments. Yes, please. Where, what your local supermarket is. Yes. Cause we want to know and date yourself. We don't want to know your supermarket mm-hmm. of today. We want to know the supermarket of 1989 date to 1995. Be, okay. Be a New Yorker. Say <laughs> if you want to be a Brooklyn, New Yorker. Dagostino. And say, and say Bobby's. And say Bobby's. Yes. Come, come through. <laughs> say Bobby's. That's so true. But if you're <laughs> you're working as a cashier in Stop and Shop, yep. some people don't realize they got this job. They're 16, 17. They got this job at Stop and Shop. 42. Okay, yes. continue. continue. Yes, continue. you're correct. <laughs> they don't realize that they are working in a customer service-based job. And when you work in a customer service-based job, sometimes you may not want to be there, but you need to just put on the face that you want to be there. That's that's it. That's it. And that's the thing it. is, it's not even just about putting on the face. You talked about like that orientation to wanting people the to attitude. be happy, that attitude yes. of happiness. And it doesn't matter if you're in a job that pays by the hour or, or if you're salary. in a job that is salaried yep. or in a job that's commission based, whatever. Right. The reality is if relationships drive how you do your business, how you get your work done. Definitely. Then by and large, you are in a customer-facing job. That's it. <laughs> it, it this what it is what it is. And yet we forget about that all the time mm-hmm. as we get into this, like, busy. Yes. Want to get it Monotony, done. The, the rat right, race. The rat race. Got to get it done fast. Got to, you know. I feel like as a, as a New Yorker, we always want to say we're busy. We yeah. all we love to say. <laughs> but some of us are really busy. Kish is busy. <laughs> You're busy. That, I'm, I'm not that busy, y'all. Don't let Kish, <laughs> don't let Kish rule you. Kish is Kish is doing things here that I we dreamed about and I knew would come true. I no, don't get me wrong. I am doing things that I dreamed about. You are. Um, you know this job that I'm working now for an airline. Got my mother, who's no longer alive. God bless the dead. Always wanted me to work at an airline. So crazy because she was like, she from a very young age. She always told me you would be great at an airline. You love people. You this. You that. And it took me how much years 
to realize that I'm good at it. Absolutely. And, and you're amazing. And, you know, it's something that I love. I, you know, it's a job that I didn't think I would like going to every day because it is just doing the same thing every day. But I've come to learn about myself that I enjoy working someplace where I can do the same thing every day, but become amazing at it and become a pro at it and become you know, a pro at knowing what to say to people. Come on, for first of all, from the in a core competency. Let me just nerd out for two seconds, Reed. So listen for all y'all competency nerds who listen to me, because you know there's a bunch of us. You know that is called being dedicated <laughs> to your craft. Okay, like that's focus in a in a serious way, and it's yes. something that honestly, I think to your point about the rat race. Yes, like in our just need to just go go go. Um. We have forgotten about that, like that passion, that focus in our craft yes, and how that shows up. And some folks will say, and I think there are a lot of people that have said they had the last year to slow down and realize things. Yeah, I did not. Um, There, I let's talk to lots of people who also said they wish they had slowed down. They had not slowed down. In fact, they felt like they had to work more or work harder. And when you're grinding like that and you're at the grindstone, your nose to the grindstone it makes it harder for you to recognize the cues. It definitely does. Where you got to like be in a situation where you are building relationships that have that orientation, that customer service, that how can I help you? It definitely does. But I, I would hope this year gave people the time to sit back and think about what they can do, what they can do better or what they want to learn better or what they might want to get better at. Yeah. Because it gave us... The pandemic gave us a lot of time to kind of sit and think. It didn't give Kish a lot of time to sit. <laughs> don't know. Listen, we ain't gonna worry but, about that. But hey, but we are. It did give. It gave. <laughs> the The pandemic made me thankful for my job. Yeah, um, yeah, mine too. A lot of people came out of this, or we're still in it, but we're. I feel like we're coming out of something. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't come out of it with jobs. A lot of people didn't come out of it with their family members with different things. And this did give me a clearer mind on just always trying to make sure that I give the best customer service I can, even when I don't want to, because there's days that you don't want to, and you, you having something going on at home. You have something going on in your personal life and you just don't want to, you don't want to, I don't want to, that's it. I don't want to, but you never know what somebody else is going through. You never know what this person who's flying to bury their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, their you don't husband, know. their wife. You don't know. The reason this woman got upset when you were trying to tell her something could be because she's overexhausted or just over everything. Yeah. So you always have to do your best with making sure that you at least give that person a little bit of kindness, mm-hmm. even if it's 2% of kindness in the whole hundred percent of their day, yep. that 2% of kindness might go a long way. So now we're going to take a quick break. So use this moment to stand up, plant your feet firmly on the ground, reach for the sky and stretch. Get that oxygen into your lungs, friend. We'll be right back.
If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome, new friend. I'm so happy to have you here. But make sure that you subscribe, download everything, (laughs) and get caught up because you don't want to miss one minute of the conversation. Kashana and Co. is a boutique organizational development and leadership learning company focused on equity centered strategic consulting, executive coaching and leadership education. We help companies, organizations, institutions and the people that lead them live well and lead well through innovative training and retreats, group and individual high performance coaching and in-house consulting engagements designed to help fast growth teams recruit and retain top talent and grow the leadership pipeline for the future of work, we are changing the game on how we think about management and leadership. So go ahead and visit us at kashanaco.com. That's www.k-i-s-h-s-h-a-n-a-c-o.com. And you know, you know, as you're talking about that, you know who I, I, what group of folks I wonder got a like cold shower of reality around being more customer service oriented during this pandemic? Celebrities. No, I don't think so. No, no. Oh, I was about to battle royale you on that one. Okay, I don't think so. Why do you say no? You think folks got more obnoxious? I don't think they got more obnoxious. Obnoxious. I just think they. You not used, but I think they just were like, well, I was, I was in the pandemic too. I was in my big house in LA on my three acres, just <laughs> dealing with not being able to go outside. We saw a lot of that on Instagram. Right. I, I had to mute a lot of people. I did not unfollow a lot of people. I had to just be like, all right, y'all. I'm sorry. I I have friends who are losing parents. I, I can't. Right. Um, You're like, I can't. I really can't fool with I you right now. I don't, I don't care that you are on your three acres. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's I'm the in guest my house. Little... Brie, that's the guest house. Oh, that's just the guest house. That's just the guest house. You, I'm you, in you my get little box. You're not dreaming big enough, Brie, okay? Okay. You're right. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm in my box, happy <laughs> that I can wake up every morning. Right, right, right. And watch my shows. That's it. Listen, the small pleasures of life, okay? Just being able to watch your shows. Just being able. But it's hard to me. You know, one of the things where I think, like, being able to, you know, you know, going back to this definition of displaying a positive attitude and behavior, demonstrating awareness and willingness to respond to customers in order to respond and meet the needs and requirements. But if we switch out... Uh, customers and slip in friends. Yes. How does cu- having a customer service orientation show up in your friendships? How does that show up for you? And how do you, how do you think people should be thinking about that? Uh, the biggest thing I think about is being able to listen to your friends. Mm-hmm. Really listen. Some people don't listen. Some people don't listen. Oh some, my gosh. Some Rick. people don't listen. They, they say they're listening, but they're not. They kind of just are around and not you know, really yeah. listening. They're just waiting for you to stop talking. Yes. So they could talk. Yes. I don't like those people. And I don't like when I'm that person. I'd be like, just slap me right on the front of the nose. Let me know I'm, I'm messing it up. I, I just, I, I believe in listening. Whenever a friend is going through something or even when a friend is just like, oh gosh, I had a day. You, I want to listen. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. oh girl, I'm sorry. Or, you know, I'm sorry you had that type of day. 
what can I do to help? Or it's not even a what I can do to help. You listen and then maybe somewhere down the line, you go see them, you go visit them, you send them something. That's all a part of, cause that's, that's where you would use your customer service expertise experience to make that person feel better because that is what customer service is to me. Ultimately, do your best to make the customer feel better in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And it's not even because things can be happening and you're not apologizing for what's happening because sometimes you can't control it. Sometimes it's, it just is what it is. Just is what it is. But if you can make that person feel better in that bad situation in that unfortunate situation. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of customer service because ultimately that friend, that customer will say, you know, I was, I was having a stressful day. Three days later, I got a card in the mail from Bree and it just made me feel so good. That's that right on time. That's the right on time customer service dealing with friends. Now let's talk about it at work, Mm -hmm. not dealing with the folks who are our customers or clients or whatever, but I'm thinking more about like how we interact with each other. Yes. Cause one of the things that I see is that oftentimes we forget just the basic human decency. Yes. With each other, with each other. And that becomes like a whole other thing. So what do you think that's about? Why do you think we just like that whole situation breaks down when it comes to, the way we treat our team members um, when we're thinking about customer service. Because sometimes if you're dealing with the same thing and you're dealing with something big or you're at work and there's just a lot going on, you don't feel the need to say to that person, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of feel like, well, they're, I'm dealing with it too. They're dealing with it too. They're going to have to deal with it. No, that has never been my, that's never been my attitude. When I have crew members, when I'm walking around the airport, when I'm walking on the floor, I'm leading. I try to make sure I go to every single gate. Hey, what's up? I'm your lead today. You need anything? Don't forget to call me. Hey, what's up? I'm your lead today. Don't forget to call me. And I know it makes crew members feel like, oh, I could call Bree because Bree is not going to like get mad at me if I call her for something yeah, that might. People know they can turn to you to, with the hard stuff. Right. That might sound ridiculous to someone else and they might say you don't know this or you don't know that i'm gonna say oh well, i hate I can- that though I like what like- is up with those folks who talk to you like to me that's kind of reckless like it is i don't want to be in a situation or work alongside someone who doesn't hold me in a regard in such a way that i can ask a question and not make to be feel like i'm stupid right like that just is we don't want that we didn't we didn't like that when we were kids that is the biggest thing and yeah Something clicked with me that I didn't realize about myself when I was becoming a lead um, for this uh, company. One of my managers pushed me to do it. And she the reason she pushed me was because everyone told her, Brie is so easy to talk to. Brie is so encouraging. Brie just makes me feel good about coming and talking to her about anything. And that makes me feel good. Because yeah. I think, okay, my crew, none, my crew members are never going to be scared to say, I messed up. I yes. need your help. Or, I don't know this, but I think I should. Or, I can't deal with this today. Yep. And that is really important. Really important. Dealing with your coworkers, crew members. We call them crew members. Um, dealing with your coworkers, people who might be under you, people who might be above you even. Yep. Because you... In the same aspect, 
you want to make everybody happy, but you don't want everybody or anybody stepping on you. Exactly. So there's like a balance that you have yes. to have in that. And so a lot of our listeners, a lot of the folks in the, in the fab crew, they're in all ages and stages mm-hmm. of their career. But we have a lot of folks who like are leading their teams, right. leading organizations, they're leading companies. So they're in a position to, you know, have to make a lot of tough decisions. And yes. sometimes when you get into that mode, you get into like decision making mode, that, 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 bah, bah, you know, yes. you sometimes forget some of the niceties that go along with getting folks to get from point A to point B where you need them to go. And so how do you feel like as a, as a leader in your role, mm-hmm. like, you know, being able to bring that customer service orientation that you have to um, have for your um, customers into your team? How do you feel like that's really been able to like help you grow as a yeah. leader? Well, I think the biggest thing is leading by example. Oh, come on now. Leading, Talk to me. Leading by example. Y'all better lead by example. <laughs> and if you're raggedy and your draws is showing, okay, so so shall your team so shall your show team. their draws. <laughs> that's the that's the most important thing. Lead by example. Yeah. The you know, the best people above me have led me by example. To make me say, Well, if they're gonna get their hands dirty, I'm gonna get my hands dirty too. You, if you show your crew members, if you show your team that you are not afraid to get your hands dirty when it's needed, mm-hmm. they'll know, okay, I'm going to get the job done. I have to get the job done. But there are the points when you're going to get, you're going to try to get the job done, but it, it's not going to work. And you will work. have to go to the person above you. You have to go to your manager, your, your team lead, whoever it is, and say, I just need help. I can't get it done. But then when you see your team lead, your manager say, okay, you can't get it done. I'm going to try to get it done. Get my hands dirty. That's going to make your team work because they're like, oh, my manager gets his or her hands dirty. So I have to work harder to make sure that they don't always have to get their hands dirty. That's it. So I hear like, it's like lead by example and you don't be afraid to get dirty with it. So what's, what's another thing that you think as a leader that you have to understand around customer being a customer service um, oriented type of individual in order to be able to lead well. Cause I love that. So lead by example, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. You have to also have compassionate understanding. Yes. Because not everyone is having a good day and your team needs to be able to come to you and say, I could work today, but I'm not having a great day or I'm just not feeling how this person has treated me. You know, cause sometimes customers or anybody can, give you a bad vibe and then it just takes everything out of your day. Mm -hmm. So along with, you know, leading by example, along with um, getting your hands dirty, along with having compassion though, you also have to have that balance of sternness with them. Yeah. Even though you still have compassion, you still lead by example, you still have to let them know that I am your leader. Yeah. I am your lead. Yeah. So if I ask you or tell you to do something, you, you know, if you don't, you, you have to, you know, you have to do you have it. To get it done. You have to you get, have it, to get done. it done. I'm not going to disrespect you. Respect, respect. You have to respect. You have to respect. You want to be respected. You have to give respect. You have to give respect. People you, always say like, oh no, you got to respect me. And I'm like, no, I have to respect them too. Exactly. I have to respect them because they are here doing the job. Like it, how could you not respect them? How could you That's not? The, I respect is probably the biggest thing for me. I respect every single person I work with yeah. because they are coming to work every day or whatever days they come and do the job. They're not coming to work and like 
slacking off. And then (laughs) if you're dealing with people who are slacking off, that's where the sternness comes in. You have to let them know, like, I see you not working. Oh, that must be some juicy bitch. You have to be like, hey, (laughs) hi. I see you walking up and down these hallways. I see you not. I see. I see you not. I see me not seeing you when you're supposed to be. Supposed to <laughs> I be. see me not seeing you. I love that. <laughs> I see me not seeing you. But I have misplaced you. <laughs> I've misplaced you. I've called you on the radio numerous, <laughs> numerous times. times. But it it that's a part of the customer service sometimes that people don't like to deal with mm. the difficult customer service part of things. Talking to people, telling them. You didn't really do that great. Your did you need some help with that? Because you didn't do a great job with it. Or even with customers, you know, sorry, you messed up. I can't. This is what I can do for you. It's so funny because even then you were like, you messed up, but this is what I can do for you. And I was yes. like, dang, I'd have been like, too bad, so sad. And then you're like, no, kids. No, kids. Like, you gotta, you gotta you wrap it up, up in the boat. You gotta figure out what's the solution for them. And I'm like, ay, ay, ay. You messed up. But this is what I can do for you. You know, that's something that I've learned along the years from different companies that I've worked for. You know, apologize. Don't apologize for the mistake, but let, you know, let them know what you can do to help them. Mm-hmm. That, that's big because. Don't like apologize I, for their mistake. Don't apologize for their yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah, you know, but do like, not apologize. Figure for out what's mistake. the solution that you can work for. You're like, we could be solution oriented. Yeah. You know, we're not going to lay blame at who did what, but everybody don't have your uh, will or skill. <laughs> Bri, I want you to know, because I have been at many a gate where st- I, I, I definitely have I, heard of, uh, I'm talking about internationally where I've heard folks talk real crazy. I know. And I've been like, who oh, it makes raised me, you? It makes me cringe. Your Kish. mama would cringe if she heard you talking like that to somebody. It makes me cringe. And oh. then I meet some people who are like the most amazing customer service based people. You're like, did you come from heaven? <laughs> because <laughs> you are just a joy. A joy to be around. Your voice. Your, I want somebody your, to describe your me. Tone, your voice, your tone, your your actions, your, yes. your everything yes. is, a, is a joy to be around. I need somebody around. to describe me like that. You I are would a joy. Love it. You are, did the heavens open up around you? You are, you are wondering. No, I don't think I'm having that reaction to that, that type of inspiration, but I would like it. You know, I did talk, I did tell one of my coworkers that I'm thinking about transferring to another base and they're like, nah, we don't want you to do that. <laughs> Why not? Because they love me. Oh, they're like, don't. They're like, no, you they're like, they're like, you're just too great. No, soon as no, I get home, why? soon as I get home why from would you? work. <laughs> why would you know? you it's it's nice when you know that the work you're doing is is great work absolutely and it's good work absolutely it's 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 great work i'm i I love it i'm not even gonna lie so whether your customers your clients your donors your staff member your team like wherever you are engaging with people y'all you have got to remember that you are in a customer service role. Definitely. Whether it's the big C or the little C, you are in the business of being aware of people's expectations, people's needs, 
um, and how you interact with them really does set the tone for how folks experience you your company, your organization. And so it's really important to keep that in mind. Bree, this was so awesome. Man, Kish, I'm so excited for this and for you. Next time we just need to do dating profiles. (gasps) (laughs) That would take take hours. Oh my God, it'd be so funny. No, we would have to record that with video because folks would be like, first of all, are y'all not going to show us what's happening? Oh no. All right, y'all. But listen, if y'all want to see that, y'all have to let me know because you know, I'm I'm not making topics just to make topics y'all we, we have a plan here we have a plan here yes but listen friends brie this has been so awesome Kish, to thank have you, you for having me oh my gosh oh. thank you for coming to hang out with yes. me y'all if you want to get connected with brie brie how should they connect with you on these good on uh, these internet good streets? social media social media streets uh you can find me on facebook good old brianna mckenzie <laughs> uh you can find me on instagram at this is breeze with a capital s I like to spell it T-H-I-S-I-S-B-R-I-S. <laughs> I love that so much. And it'll also be in the show notes. All right, Fab Crew. This was another episode of Let's Take This Offline. And I can't wait to talk to y'all real soon. All right, Breeze. That's what we got for today. Bye, y'all. Thanks, Fab Crew. Bye, y'all. On our next episode, I'll be digging into one of my favorite topics, teams. And this time, we're going to be talking about managing virtual teams. I mean, after all, we are in a new normal, friend. And so let's get into it. Don't forget to download, subscribe, or to a friend. And if you're feeling so inclined, leave us a review. you? This is the question I find myself asking folks at the store, at the bank, at restaurants, at Walmart. (laughs) Basically, if there are people, I got questions. Customer service is not for the common person, air quotes, my friends. It's for Everyone, one, one, it's for everyone. Y'all, a customer service orientation is a skill that each and every one of us has got to be able to have as a part of the foundation of how we show up in the world. Because it is simply and literally being able to anticipate and respond both promptly and professionally. (laughs) to requests and needs from all of the stakeholders in your life and set clear expectations uh uh-oh while taking other perspectives into account so what that means is you need it in every aspect of your daily life because there are so many stakeholders that are operating in your world that need time care and attention so the next time you think you're too good to have good manners, act like you have good home training, and just be plain old good to people. Remember that at some point, you too will have to operate in a service capacity 
and you want people to be good to you too.